everybody for another episode of Pure and Bullshit. I have no idea what volume we're at right now, so I'm just <laughs> going to throw shit out there. We must be like, what, 57, 9? Is that a lot? I don't know. That like, must be a lot. 57 on a scale of 200 is not sure. very much. Sure, that's, that's a lot. Well, anyways, today, special episode for our third episode back, and we won't speak about the last one that, <laughs> that went completely fucking sideways. Nope. But uh, this one here, we're, at, we're out at Compass Brewing here in Timmins. Just uh, exploring the local brewing scene, right? <laughs> and uh, we're lucky enough to be joined by owner-operator Kevin Patriquet and uh, by full-time brewer Maya Giraud. Hi, hi. How are you guys doing today? Awesome, you? Yeah, you guys? pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. good too, thanks. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, we, we get to explore uh, the... Oh, that, that's the Are we going to be hearing this the, the whole time? No, it just kicked out. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Mind control. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, breweries are, are can be pretty loud places, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Lots of refrigeration going on here. So. We had to f- shut a few things off, but yeah, it's apparently we forgot temporary. one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all right. So we can uh, we can anticipate to be hearing these uh, these brewery noises throughout this process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. That's probably not the only ones. So. Let's get over <laughs> it. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be fine. We'll move along. A couple glasses breaking on the floor, you know. The normal stuff. The normal stuff to yeah. hear around here. <laughs> Does it get pretty rowdy around here sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Especially well, after uh, some of the mines, uh, some of the crews come here after work and it's their Friday. I would blame his crew for being the y- loudest. Yeah. <laughs> Your crew? Yeah. yeah. Like, so you're a miner? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, we actually, he worked at the same uh, mine as I did at uh, Kid Creek. Uh, Joel still works there as well, but he's on another, the opposite another rotation. Partners, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and Corey also works at Kid. I'm the only one who's like quit so far to, to do this full time. To do it full time. Full time, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. The only so, one that's willing to go all in, you know, like. <laughs> I went all in, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's passion, right? Yeah, there, yeah. Right? And uh, so tell us a little bit about the, the story of Compass and how you guys kind of came to be, where, uh, where the idea to start Compass Brewing came from, and uh, that whole process. Uh, well, back in 2015, um, we're sitting together at work, I believe, and uh, a couple of weeks before that, I started um, a Facebook group page. It was just called Timmins Brewery at the at the time. Um, so basically, it was just to get feedback from the community. You know, there's a few things going on with the Dorns Brewing um, posts they put on uh, Timmins Timmins Times, and it'd be, you know, it'd be cool to have the brewery back in Timmins and uh, obviously like Myel's been home brewing uh, since 2011 like myself 2012 Corey as well um, so we kind of all got together at the end and put things together and eventually here we are today. So it just so. kind of like happened that organically yeah. right? We, we were all just pretty passionate yeah. about beer all kind of s- started doing it at home because we couldn't really buy the stuff we yeah, wanted to yeah. drink here and then we got pretty good at it and then we're like hey let's just make a brewery yeah, yeah, we yeah, can do it at home we can do it here too right? yeah like <laughs> Corey Corey had his recipes I had mine Mile had way more than both of us put together yeah I probably <laughs> brewed like 500 different <laughs> recipes yeah. before we started this place like, oh really sure. yeah oh, really? I don't think I brewed the same recipe twice the same at home because I was just experimenting as much as I can there on so were you guys skin. like friends yeah. Beforehand, yeah, Workers, friends, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, on the same crew. Yeah. Joel's my cousin, so that's yeah, kind of, kind of oh. no and Corey's my brother-in-law, so uh, Corey's uh, on uh, surface rotation, so he's he's more Monday to Friday, and us we're on the five five four rotation, so we we get a lot of free time at home, brewing up and doing different recipes while uh, 
on our time off. So yeah, we 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 build this whole place on our time off, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Shit. Yeah. yeah. See, Jay, I find this so interesting that like people. It, it, like this is what people have decided to coalesce around in Timmins is this like creative idea of just developing stuff to get you shit faced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, we had a real passion for this. Uh, yeah. this stuff that just gets you a real <laughs> yeah. off yeah, your there, rocker. There's a f- there's a few beers that you know like I made that were just off the charts, and it was like, yeah, no, but I got you some drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. If you screw it up, well, you can still get it down and get drunk, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, or, or distill it. Uh, I've never done that, but no. I feel like you should do that. There's a part of me that's thinking this is not the best advertising for this place if you're going to you know, some of our beers. Yeah, we, so we might get you really drunk. A bunch of times. Uh, but you know what? It's by failing that you realize what you can't do, you yeah. know? That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So you guys, so you guys got to start. You decided, let's do this ourselves. Uh, what was uh, some of the uh, biggest issues you found were to to get this going? Like, what you what were the road uh, roadblocks? That you um, the biggest roadblock was actually the building. Okay. Uh, the, there was nothing anywhere remotely uh, feasible to go into, uh, other than spending uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars retrofitting that building. Uh, lots of buildings had you know basements and. Yeah, it wasn't structurally structurally sound. Uh, it was in the wrong zone. Uh, you can build. So much feet from uh, school, house, uh, property, church, you know, things like that. So it was. uh, There's rules about that. You can't be so close to a church or something. (laughs) Yeah, houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's lots of uh, they call it D6 guidelines. Um, So it pretty much puts you where you can and can't be uh, in Timmins. So uh, part of that, we're kind of close to the adjacent properties where we are now so we still had to do a d6 uh, environmental study yeah we regardless. had to change the zoning as well and uh, we didn't like have to spilling? change the zoning but it, like potential spills or shit like that uh or? no it's just a exhaust and uh, noise emitted from uh, the building yeah because uh, people we, associate breweries with like a smell especially like giant breweries that go through yeah. crazy amounts of malt. there's a smell that comes from, from it fermentation smells amazing and stuff. in here so i don't yeah. know what neighborhood i i like i like the smell personally I, I don't find it bad but some people have in the past, and I guess that's why there's rules on like where distance from houses and stuff. Yeah. But you see a lot of communities, and like the uh, the town just allows them to like yeah make a brewery there because it makes sense, and the people are happy about it. You know what I mean? Like they like make exceptions. Exactly, to the a lot of exceptions yeah. to the bylaws, like, and that's almost what you need to be able to start a brewery because there's so many things that they could just be like, nope, 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 you can't do it. Yeah. So eventually, yeah. they, just, they just have to let the well, breweries know, open up. And, and that's interesting that yeah. you say that about location, right? Because I know when we spoke to John St. Pierre, and I don't know if it's blasphemous for us to even mention Full Beer Brewing. In this no, no, we, we like those guys. We get along great. <laughs> no good. problem at all. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll say that on the podcast, and then when we get off, it's going to be like, yeah, that's fucking nice. <laughs> 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 no. hey, oh, to be okay. fair, I saw one of the guys here on Wednesday. Those guys come here. I, I go over there yeah. buy some beer sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I was talking I, to him on the weekend. He stopped in. He said, uh, yeah, I tried your Johnny Jones. Really good. There you go. Oh, nice. Well, I, I'm glad to see that you guys are getting along. Oh, yeah, you have to. You have to work together. The, the biggest yeah. uh, competition is Labatt. Yeah, the, big, know, like, the big three, right? <laughs> <laughs> you get people just not drinking American pale lagers all the time and just sharing the, the craft beer that's yeah. brewed in a town. Like, that's that's all. We could have 10 craft breweries in towns yeah. if nobody drank Coors Light, you know? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, North Face got like four now. I'm going to go ahead and say good luck like, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Slowly converting people, that's all. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, he did mention when we spoke with him that location, like finding a mm-hmm. suitable location mm-hmm. and, and getting the proper uh, zoning done. for Zoning done. Yeah, they had some of the same issues as us. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, and, and that seemed to be a, a big problem. But I, like, I, I can't help but relate this to what we often talk about here on the podcast when it comes to politics is red tape involved. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A, <laughs> like, did you guys feel like there was any... Like, if you were to take a step back and look at this from the community's perspective, right? Did you find that having those steps, those assessment steps there in place, that you could see where the benefit or the the tangible benefit to the community would be there to have that oversight? Um, Like, I could see if you're discharging uh, or emitting a very toxic substance, I could see uh, a a lot of that being implemented. But there's a lot of things that they put in place we could have done without of. Uh, it, it was just uh, overwhelming at times. It's like, how the, how the hell are we going to get through this? Yeah. And uh, we finally found this place. And just by default, it was an industrial bit of building. It had the drainage. It had the hydro, the three-phase. It had the uh, ventilation. Uh, so it was a perfect spot. And we had, we had no choice to, to grab it because there's nothing else in town other yeah. than spending uh, almost yeah. a million we're, to build your own building. A little right? bit limited on our budget because yeah. it's yeah, all like exactly. what we saved up in the loan. And, you know. So you're doing this on your time off. So yeah. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this location was very good for us because yeah. it's a floor, no basement, a lot of ceiling height. And we just kind of worked from the, the ground up. But uh, mm. yeah. It, the uh, you should definitely have some steps to stop people from like you know opening up big industries right bef- beside residential areas and like polluting the air and all that. But it's not really the small businesses usually that'll cause these issues. It's more like the big corporations that'll take advantage of like slack regulation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think there needs to be like a bit of a difference when you you're looking at corporations going into your community versus like the small business people that like live here and have. Yeah. A commitment to yeah. the community, you know. Yeah, is there, the, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, no, it's okay. Is is it simply a Timmins regulation thing, or is this an Ontario wide thing? Because if you look at like, you know, you look at some of these places in southern Ontario, like Flying Monkeys, it's yeah. downtown and exactly. super old building, and it's still it's operating. So, is so it, the regulations exist everywhere. Okay, and yeah. they're pretty much all the same. The difference is the, the the communities themselves that decide to just say you know what, maybe that regulation isn't good right now, let's let these people make good business in the town, and they just, like, look away from certain bylaws. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of communities that let breweries open up. give you an exception. Yeah, yeah. Okay. of course. Um, if you were to build a brewery in an unorganized township, um, you could do whatever you want. Like, as Building long as you're garage, think, compliant yeah. to MEOCC or Ministry of Environment Climate Change Guidelines. Yeah. I think um, climate change is gone now. That's not a thing. Oh, anymore. oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ford yeah. government. I yeah. that. <laughs> climate change doesn't exist. So anyway, whatever it's called now. Chinese hoax. <laughs> so true. whatever it's called now, yeah, like you could build whatever you want uh, according to, you know, your fire code, your electrical code. As long as you follow it in organi- unorganized township, you'd build a brewery, but... City, within some city cities limits. take it a little over overboard, but um, to me, they should have had a booklet, some something ready for different businesses that you walk. I want to build this. Oh well, we have a startup pamphlet for you. Well, we had none of that, and we went in kind of going in blindly, and yeah, you, you we're doing it. When you're doing oh, by the, the way, time, you need right? that. By the yeah. way, you need that. You're in the middle of something. Oh, that has to be changed. No, you can't do that. So it's like mm-hmm. when you, you put one f- step forward and you take three back and it's like you're back to the same square run that was going on for about a good year and a half 
See, that seems to be a common complaint amongst mm-hmm. people who are setting up small businesses, right? Yes. Like, it seems like a lot of this regulation, like as you say, right, are supposed to, to be there for these large corporations. Yeah, I, I think they have a purpose. Them, oh, right? Yeah, exactly. But, sure. but where they seem to be causing the most head, headaches and yeah. problems are for small business yes. owners who are starting up their operations. Yeah, and yeah. don't have the resources to, like thread all these different limitations that, yeah. that stop you in your tracks because you're just like doing it on your time off you're figuring how it works it's yeah. it's easy when you don't have a, a lot of money and a team to just like deal with everything right i've always <laughs> said this it should always be and like it's like this for laws for everything people like in a lot of like individuals who are working at the city or at any organization they will they go by the letter of the law and it should be the spirit of the law so the spirit yeah. would be like this was made mm-hmm. up to, this you know, is to the protect, purpose yeah, of this the purpose regulation. To protect yeah. against large companies just putting up a huge yeah. factory next door. It wasn't for a small company. So exactly. like, you have to be, I think, like they have to look at it and say, okay, this is what the spirit of the law was. Let's, let's go by the spirit. Let's not go by the letter of the law. Because letter of the law yeah. is restrictive. Yeah. And there, does there's, there is a purpose to the law. Yeah. But some, oh, yeah, sometimes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even a resource like what you're referring to, yeah. right? Having something that guides mm-hmm. uh, a small, like a, a small operation from its inception to operation, yeah. right? You have like all your startup forms. Okay, well, come back for consultation. We'll give you the right information. Uh, where are you going, first of all? So they could do a lot of yeah. research for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like you're doing it on your own, but later on they could uncover something wrong. Oh, it's not measured at the right spot here. Mm-hmm. You got to get an engineer to, example, redo it. So you're yeah. spending, like, to yeah. avoid overspending on the small business owner's part, uh, it may cost him a lot more money, and that project he might not yeah. fulfill. And usually so. you have to already be renting the locations before you do these studies. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. you rent the location, yeah. and now you're like, okay, so, let's, let's do the study. And then yeah. you pay 30 grand for the study, and then you're like, yes or no. But if it's no, now you just wasted how much money, and, and you're stuck yeah. in a five-year lease. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about <laughs> Yeah. Like our our new provincial government and and what their their kind of rhetoric has been about opening Ontario up for business, right? And, sure. and making things easier. Sure, I, I feel like you can't just say those words and have it mean something. Like yeah. they didn't even have a platform to say how they were going to save money when we elected yeah. them in. Like I, like they didn't say anything tangible they, ever. It seems to be the common critique. <laughs> yeah, they they roll out like yeah. To me, like you, you need to give me specific information before I can believe what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, you guys buying into this bucket beer thing too? No, no we just made Buccaneer, which is a Belgian weed IPA. It was yeah, really delicious. It sold, and, for, uh, it sold pretty good. Thirty a can, not a dollar. Not a dollar a can. Near a dollar, but it not tastes very good. Money. And there's a lot of <laughs> ingredients in there. Yeah, just just don't say you're going to implement a program and not know where yeah. it's going to cut, be cut from another spot. And everyone's like, oh, well, then later down the road, oh, by the way, that's canceled. This is canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunate. But. So, and I mean, I, I guess that's what we've come to expect maybe from from conservative governments is just that the idea of opening for business is really just like it's rhetoric. It's just we're, we're, yeah, we're going to cut yeah. spending, right? Yeah, and they'll they'll cut taxes for corporations, and that's how they're like, oh, come in here, corporations. We're not going to charge you any taxes, but then you're, they're going to employ a lot of people, and they're going to pay the taxes. But it's like, mm-hmm. who should and be paying the taxes? They'll yeah. argue saying, you know, like it's uh, uh, they're all about small business owners, yeah. small business people, but it never seems to really let's be honest, like to, no. to translate to small business because it's going to be based on income bracket. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the small business people and micro business and things, it should be micro business. So understand the mm-hmm. level of, of, of yeah. revenue you need to be a small business is actually much higher than you think it is. 
Well, to play devil's advocate, okay, because I'm not a and son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm the one who's going to play devil's advocate this time. And because uh, we, we've talked about this on the podcast before, and it's probably uh, directly related to you guys as small business owners, like mm-hmm. things like the minimum wage, right? Because there has been a mm-hmm. lot of feedback from small business owners saying like the hike to $15 an hour for minimum wage is just not, it's, it's not absorbable. Yeah, for, I'd say without raising prices. I'd or, say to all those people, try to live off the wage of minimum wage today by yourself and see if you can succeed. Like it's, it just doesn't, yeah, just, the yeah. math just does not work. If you're getting paid the minimum wage and you're trying to live by yourself. No, you, no exactly. And, it doesn't no. work. No, and you're definitely right. And I think <laughs> one of the things that, that, fails to be accounted for because what what people who are uh, proponents of not raising the minimum wage would say is that you're not supposed to live off of a minimum wage the yeah. idea is not of is course build from a minimum wage it's supposed to be the first rung in a in the ladder um, however they they, so, yeah. they fail to acknowledge how the where the economy is shifting right exactly. the economy has shifted to creating a lot more minimum wage jobs mm-hmm. service yeah, service yeah. And, and if you operate a, a big company, the goal of the big company is to create as much profit with, with as little expenses as possible. Yeah. So, so in their uh, justification of making as much money as possible, they're like, well, we, ha- we only have to pay them 11 bucks an hour, not 15. Like if you're Walmart, you're not going to be like, oh, I care about my employees. So I'm going to pay them more so they can. No, they're, they're going to pay everybody 11 bucks an hour and just hire the people that are willing to make those wages. It's, yeah. it's when like we, we pay our employee $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to bring it down, you know what I mean? No, like, no, no. For us, it doesn't make sense as a small business because we actually care about him. So we wouldn't. We want him to live, all right? We want him to have time off because if he's not happy here, then he's not going to do a good yeah, job. he's just so. going to take off. But then again, that's like the difference between small businesses yeah. and big corporations. There just needs to be like a, a line where you, you don't... Comp- where you don't, where, where you can't go below, right? It, well, it's like some... Like what you're saying definitely applies to small businesses, but I don't think it applies to multinational corporations you know? yeah yeah and and, <laughs> and, and and those are the ones that have employed the most people yeah, yeah I, I i would definitely agree with you on that one and, and and i think it's more about understanding the arguments on on both sides of the issue uh, absolutely right? and because i like personally i know i'm, I'm playing devil's advocate on this but it's <laughs> like my my personal opinion about it is that if you can afford to pay somebody a quote-unquote of course wage, you should yeah. However, we, we know that the, like, especially like you, you talk about caring about your employees, mm-hmm. right? Like a large multinational corporation, it's, it's difficult to understand how they could even come to a point where they could care about their employees because yeah, no, it's they, not, <laughs> like, it's not within it's the It's not scope a family-run exactly. organization. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the boss doesn't know. No, it's all capture. numbers, and it's just like, oh, our yeah, workforce costs us that much, and if we were to exactly. pay them, it's going to cost us this, and we're going to make yeah. that much money, and we're going to reinvest it and make more money. It's just, they'll pay their people as least as they can. Not all of them, obviously, like Costco, they, they make a point yeah. of paying their employees. Like, the, corporations could do that, too. Yeah. But if you're leaving it to the benevolence of the corporations, <laughs> like most of them are, are just going to do the minimum wage yeah. thing, because why wouldn't they? Well, right? But we've argued before, minimum wage is not supposed to be the standard at which you yeah. pay people. It is the legally allowed yeah. amount you can pay somebody yeah. that you yeah. cannot, like, you won't get charged or sued if you pay them at least as much. Yeah. Pay them less, you're going to see your ass in jail. Yeah. Or not in jail, <laughs> in court. Yeah. But if you pay them you know, this much, you're okay. So yeah. that's not the standard of what you should be paying somebody. Mm-hmm. So the idea of those, this, that amount has been co-opted by individuals to or large companies say, well, we're paying them what were legal uh, minimum wages. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be it. It so, should be, I think the business idea and the business uh, like uh, concept should be revolved around 
a, a, a wage that is workable for each mm-hmm. person. So what's the re- what would be your rebuttal to the point of somebody who says, okay, but Walmart, for example, right? They look at they look at everything for for the numbers to maintain whatever business model and acceptable uh, profit margins they have, right? Mm-hmm. And then they so they the government of Ontario says we're going to raise the minimum wage at twenty bucks an hour. Now suddenly Walmart says, in order to maintain our business model and pro- and profit margins, this this is how much we've got to cut our workforce back by, and they they basically mm-hmm. just start running with less people. They lay a bunch of people off. Mm-hmm. Now you have a whole bunch of people that would have been employed at fourteen dollars an hour, that are employed now at zero dollars an hour, mm-hmm. but whoever's remaining is 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 making twenty bucks an hour. What's like I I struggle with how that's a benefit yeah but right now if you look at walmart and if you go talk to the employees they'll probably tell you that they're already running quite thin (laughs) (laughs) because the corporations they're not going to pay 10 people when they could pay five people to do it and they're actively trying to cut jobs all the time just to save money yeah corporations are usually already set up to 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 work as leanly as they can unless you're in china (laughs) because i was there last summer and they have like 20 people working in like an Adidas is crazy with like two customers, man. Yeah. But they make like no money out there. So they just like, everybody. 20 people working. Oh yeah. No, you're in a shopping mall. There's like twice as many employees as there are customers in the whole mall. Man, it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. In China. In China. Yeah. Some part of me feels you like. You work for Mao. <laughs> <laughs> the thing what? is with these big box stores is they base their numbers and staffing from the previous year. So if you had a rainy day on July 1st, and you have a sunny day on July 1st the following year, they're going to staff the store from last year. So you walk in, nice sunny day, you got projects to do, whatever, you got stuff to buy. There's like three people working. They, they staff on numbers and, you know, yeah. it, yeah. it seems... Yeah, it's numbers. all the calculations yeah. to try to yeah. make the most money as of possible. Course. And they staff according and, you know, like uh, us versus them, you know, we're, you're, you're not a number for us. You're, yeah. you're somebody, if, if, right? If so. the uh, minimum wage was $8 right now and we tried to hike it up at 12 they would, again, right now still have the same rhetoric. But it's at 12 now and we're trying yeah. to hike it to 15 or whatever, exactly. right? But they're still having the same rhetoric. It's more, in my mind, it's more of like a calculation on like... How do you? How does most the people that live here not live in poverty conditions? Like that's mm-hmm. what we have to look for. Is, and I is think everybody, a lot of it right? comes down to the fact that, you know, we as consumers need to decide where we spend. Our exactly. Money, right? mm-hmm. So like, if if you're, like, let's say you've got money to spend on beer, and you want to go buy, and 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 you decide to go to the the beer store, right, mm-hmm. and buy. What would you call it? Ameri- Ameri- <laughs> Let's Ameri- go buy some X. Yes. <laughs> oh, there we go. Export. <laughs> and and that's and, and that's how you decide to spend your money. Well, to understand that what what that money is going to perpetuate and support, right? Yeah. Whether but if you spend your money here, you're spending money on local business owners yeah. who are going to reinvest, likely reinvest many much of that dollar into the community again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, oh yeah, uh, for sure. You're supporting people who vote for your dollar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think like people who, who rail against the big box stores and have the problems that they do, but but continue to shop there. And I mean, I, I'm not I'm not criticizing. I'm I, like I'm a person who struggles with that as well because yeah. you're also a person who wants to make your dollar go as far as it can. Exactly, right? especially if you're making twelve bucks an hour and you got to survive off exactly. that. Then what do you do? It's kind of a system recreates yeah. itself. It's, but Corey, yeah, you started this conversation saying, you know, these large corporations have a profit margin that they set that, that they want to make every year. So the argument should should not just be well, this is their part mar- profit margin. They have to make it, so let them cut whoever they want. Well, 
why should a $3 billion profit margin be the standard? Can they not do the same with a $1.5 billion profit margin a year? Oh, sure. You can argue that maybe that affects, you know, you know, uh, investing and, and portfolios and whatnot because the more it in, the, yeah. the better investors yeah. make. If that could be the argument you can make. But if they paid more to their individuals, took less of a profit overall for a corporation, that money would still be put back into the system because all those individuals now have more money, more cash to spend, yeah. goes back in, in, into the, the system. The invest, and, the investors yeah, of those and, corporations? Or, or, not even or investors, uh, their just, shareholders, I guess? Well, they, the people they, making money from their people profits? People making money from the profits would be the ones making... They make a little less because they've been brought down. So the investors and shareholders make a little less because shareholders... Some of those shareholders are also investment funds. Mm -hmm. They're not just people, you know. Like yeah, some, yeah, for sure. So, you know, so, no, so, yeah. so like yeah. when you invest in RSP, you're right. I don't whatever, disagree. A corporation could be a shareholder. When yeah, you exactly. Think about I don't it, disagree. Yeah. That that's the desired yeah. outcome. Yeah. That but if more people have money, the more money they spend. Yeah. So if I make, you know, if I was making 15 bucks an hour, but now I make 25 bucks an hour, guess what? Now I might go buy a Toyota, a little or, or Corolla. You, or you might buy beer from a yeah, Corpus Brewing or Full Beard. You <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. I, I go might buy beer. more beer. <laughs> no, okay, guys, we don't need to say the other guys. So no, 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 I'm, I'm going to say Full Beard <laughs> a bunch of times today. I like those guys. I'll plug them oh, in. Uh, when I'm here, I hate them. The second I go back over there, I love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but look, but it's, it's once there's more money, it gets out there. And then the, the wealth gets spread out. And then guess what? They're going to go back to that corporation that they're making more money from guess what if i make 25 bucks an hour now i might buy more stuff from walmart or you know i work there because guess what i have more cash to spend so they then do make more so it does does go back into yeah. the into the economy so it is a I'm, i would say arguably is the most capitalist idea you can actually go by no, that's a but, capitalist idea well, sure. but guess what some reason when you when you suggest that oh you're you're a bloody socialist democratic socialist go back to Denmark like I don't understand. Jason's a goddamn communist. But all I noticed is that there are two empty beers on this table. Uh, a third, three, a third beer. Uh, there's one guy who's a huge puss. I'll let I'll be back over here. I can only have one of. We these should probably go this like. Yeah, we should try. Uh, we're we're gonna right. when Mad comes back, we will. Uh, what we'll the rate of beer? Into, like, mm -hmm. Talking talking about, about a beer, yeah, yeah, this specific is, beer. Yeah, because someone's nursing it. Yeah, well, oh, I'm gonna, I, I have to nurse this thing. <laughs> well, yeah, he's lost a bunch of weight because he's he's running marathons now. Yeah, like like a douchebag. Let's be honest. Yeah, one of those yeah. people. Yeah, one of. Never those thought I'd people. be one of those people. <laughs> he only talks about tight now. pants and run in the morning. <laughs> so when you get up in the morning, do you do you just go in like a like a, a, a legging type of like long john underneath <laughs> shorts? Lululemons. Yeah, or are they underneath like a sweatpants <laughs> as well? No, just shorts. Just shorts yeah, yeah, with yeah, your 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 my long johns under shaped, shaped legs. You know what? It's and just funny. regular running shoes. Don't yeah, your yeah, feet just freeze shoes. the fuck off? No, no, no they don't huh? freeze. But uh, yeah, I I don't run. My, we don't run. Oh no, <laughs> I, I, I I used to run. He says pounded. Yeah, 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 no, we don't run. I used I to, but you know, yeah, so this place happened. And then this place, <laughs> yeah. Then I mean, like when you're drinking beer, clearly the first thing you're thinking of is like, well. I'm also going to go for a run <laughs> to the brewery. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, my wife got mad at me because I was wearing just regular lingeries under my shorts, like the, the like Jesus checkered Christ. ones, there, like, the stuff like you wear, the flannels wear under your pants. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's just like, what? Why are you wearing that? Like, you look like an idiot out there. Yeah. Like, so she bought me the, the like actual tight running ones. Yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, I bought that stuff too. Never used them. Uh, they're still sitting on my elliptical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's turned into like a like a dry rack. No, I call dry it. I, I call it. Well, 
I call mine the, the coat and the towel hanger, the coat <laughs> rack, clothes hanger. Except many things. I, I know so a guy that bought a treadmill from my dad and used it to put firewood into his basement. So he's chucking firewood onto the treadmill and launching <laughs> it in the basement. So it's a know. good. That's such a great way. Yeah. Oh, man. What do we got here? Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh. oh, no, that's his room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a nurse mine. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one here? That's the hipster, the hibiscus yeah. ale. Hibiscus. So, so it's I've a beer. things about that one. Yeah, it's a beer made with uh, dried hibiscus flour and a bunch of it. And it's just uh, way a to, I just wanted to see what hibiscus tastes like. And, uh, <laughs> tastes pretty good, I think. And it tastes pretty good. Yeah. How is it, Jay? I got to give this take guy. Take a little sip. That's, well, that's all I want. I'm, I'm drinking the... What would you, you call this? The shipwreck? The shipwreck. Yeah. Yeah. Shipwreck. <laughs> Train wreck. No, it's actually it's solid, solid beer. Yeah. Um, what, so it's the hibiscus? Dried hibiscus flour. Dried hibiscus flour. Yeah, yeah. So, and what would be the style of beer itself? It's a... I call that a hibiscus beer, but uh, you could put it in like the fruit beer categories, even though there's no fruit in there. It's quite fruity yeah. kind of palate profile. But, uh, it's all, no, you can taste it. It, it tastes fruity. It tastes you taste, fruity, yeah. you really, like if you had a hibiscus tea before and you cool I down the tea, tea and, and make yourself a hibiscus <laughs> iced tea, it'll be kind of similar to this beer, except you know it's carbonated yes. and has alcohol to it. I would say that. It's like almost yeah. like an iced tea. Yeah. It's like kind of like yeah. an iced really? tea beer, yeah. It's, yeah. If it like a Rattler met an iced tea, it'd be kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm have to give it a shot then. Yeah. Not, I'm a big fan it. of cold steeping teas in the summer and, and drinking iced tea, and it's oh, kind of yeah. kind of the same way I use the flour in this beer. So it's it's pretty. I rough. want to make a joke. Ask some Jay's sort. opinion of of uh, of drinking tea. <laughs> What's your opinion of tea, Jay? Yeah, Jay, tell us what you, how you feel about tea. Do I have a, a, like an actual opinion on this? Have I said something stupid before? Uh, Jay, I just hate anything. That, uh, drinking tea is like. The, the guys who were who stormed the beaches in Normandy yeah, did not drink were not tea. drinking tea. Yeah. So like your grandfather who, you know, <laughs> fought off Nazis yeah. uh, did not give a shit about He was tea fighting the, the Japanese that were drinking tea at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't they lose the war? The and guess what your your it. grandfather did on on the boat? You know the the landing uh, craft. He was having a shot of whiskey and yeah, cigar, if not like half a bottle. <laughs> exactly, and yeah. just and just running through. So he, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're tea, tea's horseshit. Uh, <laughs> like I say, but not that beer though. This, this beer solid. The beer is beer solid. solid. Cool. Well, I'm gonna brew like a bunch of tea beer just for you, Jay. <laughs> I want sours. I've actually, uh, I've lately, right. like I say, I've been I've been crazy into sours. I know, uh, cool. like Merritt Brewing in uh, in Hamilton, the same with uh, uh, what's the other guys in Hamilton. Uh, uh, collective Arts. Oh, they're yeah, in yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're, uh, they're sours. I don't know if you've had any sours. I can't say I have. They are from them. It's either you love them or hate them. They're it's from Collective Arts. They're they're, they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> they're nice say, and clean yeah. and tart. For and, yeah, for those really sours good. though, like I say the merit, in, but they're much more like local. They don't really you know they don't they're not in the LCBO as much or whatever. Uh, their sours are better. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron uh, Spinney is the uh, brewmaster. Yep, buddy of mine. Yeah, yeah so I know him pretty good. I love yeah. it. Love it. Talking about sours, uh, this week I'm brewing one. There you go. Yeah. Ah, I will be here. My yeah. parents picked uh, 210 pounds of wild blueberries this summer, and they made puree. They froze it, so I'm brewing a Berliner Weiss with uh, using lactobacillus, so it's going to be tart, and then I'm adding all the blueberries raw, so it's going to be like a 
nice fresh blueberry tart here. Shit. It is going to be, it should be on, on time for Christmas anyways. Good. Oh, Good. man, yeah. I will be scooping some yes. of that up. They make the I greatest stocking stuffers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Berliner Weisses? Absolutely. I agree. You also have like, <laughs> yeah. you also have like uh, gift cards for stock, stocking stuffers and stuff like that? Or? We're, yeah. we're going to make up some uh, little gift baskets there. there for Christmas. Yeah, we got a little ideas. Yeah. And, you guys must be gearing up for Christmas, eh? Yeah. Now it's yeah, just, so it's, uh, it's good yeah, season, it just man. flew by. All of a sudden, it's November now. And <laughs> There's always like a season to get ready for. In yeah, movie. no kidding. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get uh, you got to get ready for the summer festival seasons. or uh, yeah, 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 there's that right after New Year's. Start thinking, scheming things for yeah. Yeah. Like oh. Super Bowl. And, and then there's like St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. I'm sure that's going to be, uh, that's going to be something else around be here. another stout? What is that going to be? Sure, we'll make a bourbon age shipwreck with some, <laughs> some, some old <laughs> chips and some bourbon in there, make there it all point, right. 0.5% instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shipwreck is right. No, but that's awesome. But what I, I kind of want to get into, I know we talked a lot about politics and like the economics of uh, running a small business and that, and we sort of got into, into the weeds with that. But uh, I kind of want to talk to you guys about what your experience has been like since you've been running this place. Like, I, I've seen that you guys have started to get involved with a lot of community events a lot of uh, like you guys had your beer featured at stars and thunder right yeah and yep. uh you you guys have started getting hooked up with uh the were you at the kayak festival uh no no we no, were not the kayak no. festival but uh like t- tell us a bit more about like even uh, di- different establishments where you're getting your 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 beers in and uh, getting some exposure yeah it's uh it was a little slow at the start um Things are a little. Things are warming up now. We we have uh, quite a bit of uh, customers now. We have a place in Cochrane, two places in Sudbury. Uh, we got the Manita Fishbowl. We have uh, Sivas. Where else? We're uh, we have the Timmins Rock Games now. Oh, yeah. We where have, are they serving beer at the Rock Game? Like at uh, the coffee shop? No, just upstairs. No. On really? the. Um, Entrance side, you walk up the stairs. There's like a little mezzanine thing. You walk in the back. It's it goes into their ballroom. Okay. Through there, and they have a little fridge set up. Can you actually watch the games from up there? Yeah, there's a designated uh, drinking area where you can watch oh, you the have games. To drink there? Yeah, you have to drink there, unfortunately, well, but it's not like the ACC or whatever it's called now. The Honda Center, Scotia Bank. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, like uh, we just brought that online this week with our Johnny Jones, um, like the Fishbowl has it, Manita, um, a few other places, uh, Cheapsters. Then uh, the working class has been buying a little bit of stuff here and there, like uh, the Skipper and some yeah. other stuff. Yeah, Dante Club as well. They've been buying Good. cans off us. Oh, so. nice. yeah. yeah. we, we had a few uh, dinners as well at the Dante Club. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 beer, uh, beer pairing dinners. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Donny mm-hmm. Club's been—it's uh, our second one now, so we're probably going to shoot run for uh, early next year. Uh, holds about sixty-five people, and it sold out really quick the first two times. And uh, all our beer was featured with uh, with our. Di- it was a five-course meal each time, and uh, each course was represented by uh, one of our beers. Yeah. And who was uh, who was the cook on that? Uh, Rodney, Rodney at the Donna Club. Okay, the Donna Club putting it on. Yeah, yeah. So the Donna Club cooked the food, and uh, Louise, Kevin's mom, makes up uh, the menu. Basically, there you go. Oh, nice. And how have you been finding like the engagement in the community? Because I, I feel like there's a new 
appreciation. Like, yeah, a new appreciation for different yeah. things in town now. Like people aren't aren't so stuck yeah. necessarily. Yeah. In no, the I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Our support's of, been fa- fantastic. So yeah, far. we've been, you know, praised by a lot of uh, people. Like you guys are doing a good job. You guys are coming out with awesome beers. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, we, we're always teaming up with uh, you know Radical Gardens, uh, a few other chefs in town that are cooking with our beer, uh, doing different uh, v- events on their own. Um, so yeah, it's. It's a good little partnership to have. And yeah, and it's nice yeah. to see people from the community come in and they're like, oh, I heard there was a brewery here. You guys uh, brew the beer here? Because they know nothing about it, right? Yeah, they like, really understand. Like beer like, to them has always come yeah. from a box and it's yeah. always tasted a certain way. And then they're like, what do you mean? There's a brewery in town here. And then yeah, they walk yeah. in, you, you really brew it there? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to try a few? And then, then they oh try a few. And then yeah. for the first time, beers taste differently to them. And it kind of, sometimes it blows their mind. Sometimes yeah. sometimes they hate everything. Like, yeah. It kind of goes any, any way, but it, yeah. it's really fun to, to see. I think people have been getting starting to have a, a bit of an open mind yeah. when it comes to to things like like beer but also just uh, like food is another one like Absolutely. having different types of food available to people in in town yeah. and, and some people taking chances on on doing thing yeah. doing different things right yeah for sure tends to open people's yeah. minds i think there's bit a, a bit of a movement to, to bring things locally with all the netflix documentaries people are actually talking about it and people yeah. are like it seems like a, a main issue in a lot of people's lives, so they they, they actually actively try. Like there's there's a new shop now, the Urban Market in South Porcupine just opened up, mm-hmm. and they just sell like local produce as much as they can from town, and they're open up all winter long. They yeah. make bread, and you just go in there, buy your carrots and potatoes. It's like it's like an old school Western market. It's, oh yeah, it's the coolest thing. Yeah, I went there uh, this weekend. It's, it blew my mind. It's it's happening more and more in Timmins, and it's because people are are supporting it that it, we can we could do this. It's, that you yeah. can actually exactly get, uh, doesn't yeah. work without support, right? No, no, exactly. A lot of people yeah. are growing stuff on their own now. Like a lot of people have gardens, and oh, yeah. they're going out to the Mount Joy Fall Fair every weekend, selling their produce and. You know they're they're taking gardening and growing stuff on their own, and I, I, it seems to be more and more popular every year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we even have our own hop farm in town now. So oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and you guys source from there? Or? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they, we uh, brewed uh, a second batch of pitch hop this year, which mm. was made with almost entirely uh, wet hops from the Whitney Hop Yard, okay. and they showed up here still on the bind. It took three days to pick about forty pounds to be able to <laughs> yes. do one batch of it. It was a lot yeah. of work, but you know what? The, the beers turned out good so i'm quite happy with it what would you say is uh so you, you guys have like a list of about 12 beers there or, or give or take mm-hmm. yeah. uh what do you say is uh kind of your flagship beer and what do you think has been uh, uh i'm assuming the flagship is probably the most popular but next to that what do you think has been like the second most popular or surprisingly most popular um surprisingly is the hip, hipster um okay like that's been selling really good since it released. Uh, obviously, we have our uh, three flagships. We have Lagerty Set, Polar Day, Polar Night. And what um, are the difference between those three? Uh, Lagerty Set's a Belgian blonde ale, and uh, Polar Day is a session uh, IPA, and the Polar Night's a dry stout. Uh, yeah, the Polar, Polar Day. Day. Well, the wife likes loves like. Like she, she, yeah, she picks yeah, up yeah. all the time. Yeah, we still sell a lot of like Uzet, yeah. which is cool. It's got its own little following there yeah, for sure. We, so we those Polar Day people love that. Yeah, Polar, Polar Day at the really beer fest. Good. Here in town? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the first time, and I just... Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, okay. a, it's, it's a nice hoppy beer there. I have a French bash that I'm, I'm canning on Monday, and if you want some fresh polar day, I'd say come get some next week. It's, yeah, yeah, it's brand new. Back. It's going to be good. So, yeah. um, And while well, we had, like, uh, our seasonals, we had the May Run Saison, which came out on May Run. Um, we actually made a second batch of it midsummer. Decided to bring it back, and that's been... That was selling really good. Uh, the... Uh, Johnny Jones, we'd come out with a couple, 
mm-hmm. about a month ago now. Yeah, we brewed that one as a one-off, and it's done so good that yeah. we're going to keep it going all the time. Solid. So, that's solid, the one yeah. we had at the, um, at the Manita the other night. Right? Yes, yes, that would was. be the one. Yeah. 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 Delicious. Cool. Yeah, dropping dropping random names for other companies. No, we gotta we gotta go interview Frankie there next. <laughs> Frankie, yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Frankie's, Frankie's a good guy. Frankie's really awesome. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, we're thankful for his support and having us on top there. And uh, Johnny Jones, like he's on his what fourth keg of it now. <laughs> he's just selling a keg a week of it. He's good. like, oh, it's really uh, everybody loves it, uh, and it's good to have a fitting beer finally to mm-hmm. to say you know it's. It's it's a good beer to have uh, to have uh, full time now. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we came out with a label for it. So yeah, it's we have um, like a limited release label that from we just the, slap on from the museum, uh, right? Like you guys had. Yeah, uh, yeah so we had a yeah. Karen from uh, the Timmins Museum helped me with the story, and um, like we came up with the the same picture of him on the wall at the museums on the can. So we have a, a story of him on the can, both French and English. And, uh, yeah, he's a pretty interesting guy. Like, done tons of stuff in the community. Unfortunately, he wasn't a, success, a successful miner, but he did have mining claims. He did uh, invent a bunch of stuff. He like took a group of people from Toronto to Timmins on dog sled. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, oh, he's pretty interesting. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. wanted to capture a little bit of you know Timmins history in a can. Yeah, and there's so, not many like people that come out of Timmins history as like, oh, yeah, that guy did crazy stuff in Timmins. I don't know. It's cool to look back in her past and just see mm-hmm. what was going on. Like, 16, you always hear about ago, the yeah? successful people. Yeah. And, you know, Hollinger and, you know, McIntyre. And, and then there's Johnny Jones, which was <laughs> a crazy guy that took people on dog sleds. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, rescued, yeah. rescued a bunch of balloonists uh, from Moose Factory and brought them back to Timmins, or Matice. To the train station and people like never mind like, you know what send us back we're, <laughs> nice. never mind. we're done never mind. We, moose factory no to matice no we're no, done no, no. Send us back, please. yeah send us back no, we don't want to be here imagine <laughs> those poor That's... souls being brought by friends dog sled from toronto timmins just like where the hell am i going why are we doing what? this they only hit snow in like sudbury yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i do find, i do find it very interesting that you guys are are choosing to highlight some of the culture like things that. because yeah I, uh, like me and Jake, grew, well, I mean, I, I think you guys are born, bred in Timmins, right? Yeah, yeah. All, all of us here at Compass so are born here. All four of us uh, <laughs> born back and raised in Timmins. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I remember growing up here, and I never really got the sense that Timmins was uh, a real cultural hub. Like, there wasn't a lot of culture associated yeah. with Timmins. I knew there was a lot of mines around here, and mining's just... That was the just culture. mining, right? Yeah, the yeah. mining industry. But the idea that there's so many stories that come out of the fact that that uh, that mining existed around here. There's it, it's such a pioneer kind of spirit. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's what so we're trying to imagine about. that there's some real characters to tell the story about, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, it, it's there's interesting few, that yeah. that's that's happening now. It feels like there's a bit of a movement going on in Timmins now, where people are are starting to yeah. buy into this idea of. Of there being a, a culture around the a community. culture around Timmins, yeah, because forever it seemed like only chains restaurant existed here, and there wasn't yeah. that many local oh, stuff. God. And I think the people understood that, and they were like, "Oh, nothing local ever works here," because you look yeah. around, there was only chains. It's there's just, mm-hmm. right? there's a stomping Tom song about Timmins, right? <laughs> and if any of you guys know what that is, 
Uh, you guys know isn't there one about the fire yes fire in the mine yeah fire in the mines. that's right it's a great song yeah. there's subway saturday night as well yeah subway saturday night is another one but and then there's like where have you been or i've been everywhere man talks about timid says and a couple of places yeah. but but the fire in the mine you guys should all listen yeah. to songs about the, the mcintyre oh, yeah. yeah. and it got it like mcintyre got also it expanded because all the 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 shafts met up with different mines because they would just start digging in the one direction and like, oh, by the way, there's another, like, we just met up with the, the Hollinger mine. <laughs> we the broke Hollinger through. Hollinger mine what? had to shut down because the fire made it from the Mac tire to the Hollinger. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, it's all in that song. It's awesome. And yeah. it talks about like how many thousands of people are out of work and just didn't know the city would continue. They didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty sweet. And good old Stompy Tom, who's now in the uh, Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. got inducted that's not too long ago. Uh, right? A couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Wow. I love Stomp Tom. What do you guys? I love Stomp Tom. I have. I honestly, I'll have like seven Stomp Tom songs on my on my phone. I just listen to them every once in a while. Tilsonberg. Is the reason why I know they farmed the uranium in Kirkland Lake. Good old Stomp Tom. Stomp Tom. That guy. The man. Telling stories about the North. So you guys want to do a uh, Rotten Tomatoes game? Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. yes. We haven't done uh, it in a while. Man. It's true. Did we do one? On, well, no, we definitely God, didn't no. do one on the live podcast because no. we fucked that up. <laughs> that was Our rough. Apologies. That was rough. You know, hey, should we address that or should we just like... Well, you know what? Like we, we meant to do a live one during the uh, uh, municipal election. Uh, I would argue we had a fair amount of drink. <laughs> one. Uh, it was fun and like it was it was actually a great time. With, great uh, conversation. So too. we had Ryan Plouffe and uh, uh, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like Andrew, man, that guy knows his politics. That guy knows oh, like yeah. Andrew Audio knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. That guy, smart guy. Uh, he he, but he and he had some good stories, but that we didn't know about. So it was actually a great time. With yes. the, <laughs> he spent his whole. He spent most of the the time talking, and his was the microphone that never worked. Yeah, it didn't work. Throughout the uh, entire uh, so yeah. his and mine, or the two microphones, didn't work. I was getting texts nonstop saying your microphones don't work. Get your shit together, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I was one of them. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, but to be, there was like four other people sending me texts yeah. nonstop. My phone was going crazy. We went offline for a little bit and tried to re- yeah. Reset. So yeah. it didn't work uh, out, yeah. but uh, it was it would have been a great time. Uh, and actually, you know, I think there was some some pretty cool stuff in that podcast that could have been a uh, could be interesting. But, but no Rotten Tomatoes game. No Rotten Tomatoes game. So, didn't miss anything. <laughs> so I guess we'll I'll describe it Rotten Tomatoes game. Uh, I was actually. Uh, Lambasted or lamb, lamb blasted? Lamb blasted. Yes, I think that's the word you're just looking for. <laughs> oh God! Uh, you just yell that for. Uh, we need to find a different game than just Rotten Tomatoes game. What? But you know what? Fuck you. Uh, we're doing Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> game. Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, uh, myself and the uh, uh, local transient, Jonathan Blanche. Oh, he told me. Uh, no, no, he wasn't. Oh. But we're actually coming up with a couple different segments. So we're gonna have a couple different games coming up. But oh. right now we've got the Rotten Tomatoes game still. <laughs> So the Rotten Tomatoes game essentially is I will uh, just uh, describe a movie. I'll say a quick little synopsis about it, what year it was. And you guys are going to decide or try to guess on what the rating is on Rotten Tomatoes. And the closest, we're going to go like kind of, I guess, golf score, the lowest difference lowest. From, from the score, will win. So, uh, you know, so let's say if I, I say Schindler's List, uh, it's a 98%. You guys said 94. You're off by four. You got a four score. That classic and beer movie. Exactly. List. And so I did pick beer. Quadruple bogey. Movie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go here and uh, we'll go, uh, we'll go McGee and down towards. All right. Uh, so first film, 1983 film. In their quest for free beer, bumbling Canadian brothers, Bob and <sighs> yes. Doug McKenzie, wind up working at the Eleanor Brewery. 
the hapless lads uncover a sinister mind-controlling plot spearheaded by the brewmeister Smith and must stop the scheme. Uh, the film is Strange Brew. Strange Brew. I've never heard of this yeah. movie. You've never, never heard of Strange no. Brew? No. Oh, Are you kidding me? Also, SCTV? Also, I was born in 1991. Yeah, Still, none of us... <laughs> yeah, we were born. We weren't born in, yeah. in 83 yet. No. So, no. it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I, yes, also, I also... <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie. Bob and Doug McKenzie. It's SCTV stuff. Yeah, But essentially, needed like if your dad wasn't into the stupid shit, you never would have seen it. That's a good point. That's the thing. And I'm thinking that I'll get him a pretty low score on Rotten Tomatoes. So I got an idea. We're going to go with... So, Corey, we're going to go you first. It's a great film. On par with Schindler's List. I'm going to give it an 83. 83. Mm-hmm. Kevin. Well, considering its age and not cheesiness, I, I don't know. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, some people find it good, some people don't. I'll do, we'll go with 63. Whoa. 63. Yeah. Mayel? <laughs> I was hoping you go like 80 so I could go 79. And win this whole thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> anyway, $1 bomb. What did you say, Kevin? That's two dollars, Bob. <laughs> what would you say, Kev? What was your number? Can't go. It said 60, 60, 63. Sixty-three. Sixty-three. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go seventy-five. 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 Huh? Right, right down the middle. Right, right in the middle there. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jay. One sec. One sec. I just wanna big quickly. So the big reveal. Uh, somebody was one off. What? Yes. It's gotta be me. Uh, probably. Uh, Game's rigged. No way that. Free <laughs> brew is rated. At 74. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had the wow. chance of Good. going in the middle of everybody. Hell of a guess for a guy who's never seen the movie. <laughs> hey, All right. Never heard, never mind, never seen the movie. Man, never just, heard of the movie. Nope. <laughs> so, this next one, uh, a personal favorite, actually. I believe it was played at, no. It might have been a cinema, cinema Politica back in the day when uh, cinema uh, yeah, Jonathan Belanger used to run this uh, super left-wing <laughs> commie <laughs> film festival thing. Uh, then he moved on to that Tim and Film Society stuff afterwards. Uh, but uh, he used to do this super commie He was commie moderated. Thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, surprisingly, that place is still going. Still going strong, that uh, little uh, Tim and Film Society. Good See, for them. again, another... Feather in the cap of Timmons culture. Right? Exactly. Timmons Who got that so restarted? much culture oh, in Timmons? Yeah, exactly. Jason Bosno. Uh, anyways, uh, so this next one is a documentary, 2009. An independent brewers challenge corporate behemoths in the U.S. beer industry. Director uh, Annette Barron, it is Beer Wars. Oh, oh yeah, I remember watching yes. that. Solid yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? What year? Yes. No, I haven't. What is it? Oh. It's year. What's oh, 09. Year? Oh, 09, really? Yeah. Oh, it's solid. You got to watch yeah. this. It's good. Okay, so. Considering I've never seen it, <laughs> 100. Uh, no. <laughs> but Jay says it's really good, so I'm going to well, say 16. No. <laughs> 16. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna guess 77. 77. Kevin. I'll do 88, Bob. 88. <laughs> I'll do 90. 90. Here I wait. All right. Real quick. Talk it up for a second. Oh, what do you think it is? 
Yeah. I, 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 I just wanted to do the add ups real fast. Oh, okay, okay. Just so it could be easier you for me to. an Excel spreadsheet. I do have to. I, you know, I have set it up before, but I didn't really uh, do that this time. Yeah. Uh, boo, 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 do, And, uh, all right. Uh, the score for Beer Wars is a respectable. 67%. Oh, 67%. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good old Tomatoes. That was, a good, that was a good documentary. You know, it's a good doc, but documentaries don't usually get the, uh, uh, the super score. Super high scores. They yeah. don't. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. What did, ma- what did making a ma- murderer make? <laughs> yeah, making a murderer. <laughs> it's probably Or anything by Michael Moore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah probably. He made Beer Wars. Yeah. Be like, It'd probably be better, too, a little bit. All right, so this is a bit of a bit of a rom-com. Uh, what? Uh, 2013, uh, although they both dated other people, two co-workers, uh, starred by Olivia Wilde and Jake Johnson, hang out together in bars and try to ignore their mutual attraction. The film is Drinking Buddies. Oh, I saw that. I, I, I almost don't want You saw that. I saw it. Because it said Drinking Buddies in the title. <laughs> and I'm right. all about drinking. So. Right. I've never I heard of Strange Brew, but... Drinking buddies. Yeah. yeah oh, right on that. <laughs> Olivia Wilde, I'm on. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna give that movie. Fair, if Olivia Wilde's in, I'm watching. Yeah. It. I'm gonna give that movie a 25. You're giving it a 25. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's bad. It's not Mr. Good. McGee. 30. 30. <laughs> Kevin. I'll do 47. 47. 47. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. That was like, such this, a bad this, film. this is one of those films that you can be upset about. Rotten Tomatoes ranks this. At 83. <laughs> Dude, that was like the worst brewery movie I've ever watched. Like straight up, it was so bad. Some famous actors in there. 83. Who's rating this shit? That's the problem. But you got to remember, you, like we've talked before, for a lot of this stuff, you have to look at this. Like, let's say if you're looking at an IPA. If I bring the wife in and you have a nice, strong IPA, mm-hmm. super, super bitter, She's gonna hate it. Yeah, but you bring in like one of those goddamn hopheads. Be, you know what? This is fantastic, or this is not like they'll know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, someone who's not educated or cultured on that aspect won't won't love it. But so if you have a, a rom com, you rate it compared to other rom coms. If you have a documentary, you compare it to other documentaries. Exactly. Yeah. That's thing. So like, it might be good for a bullshit rom com. Which always suck because it's, you're taking the worst of both genres. Yeah, it's the worst genre. Uh, it's like the best of the worst genre. Exactly. So, but that's the thing. It's always hard. It's hard to. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is a bullshit movie. Yeah. But if you compare it to a bunch of other bad rom coms, it might be pretty solid. <laughs> Anyways, so our so last. This is the last one. Our last one. Oh, I'm doing terrible in this round. Usually, I'm really good at this game. But. So this film, two brothers. From America, happened upon a secret and centuries-old beer game competition yes. during a visit to Germany's Oktoberfest. Oh yeah! After My losing favorite. badly, they returned to America and assembled an impressive team of brew lovers and returned to Germany for a rematch. 2006 film. Oh, it's beer it's fest. Too bad we don't have a ping pong table here. Still, uh, we just got rid of it last week. I see. Oh, the yeah, it's come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, got go. the ping pong yeah. All right, so beer fest, Mr. McGee. Oh, dude. Oh, clearly I, 112. I know what that deserves. Yeah, it's 150. Uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, 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 I gotta say 93. <laughs> He's laughing. Like, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm, you're saying 112. I'm just laughing at you guys. Like, it's. I'm not saying it's lower. I'm not saying it's lower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's higher. <laughs> Kevin, I'll do 89. 
Citizen Kane got like 87, so... Right. Okay, talk amongst yourself for two seconds. <laughs> what a sweet movie that is. I, wait, and also, with the pot legalization, they should have made Weed Fest or whatever. Weed Fest. Because yeah. they alluded to that at the end of that movie. You know? They did. They absolutely right? did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Fuck, you guys mm-hmm. sucked at this. With weed that legalization... I'm I'm wondering if it's possible to brew a weed beer. I'm actually starting some trials on on the homebrew scale with oh, a, really? a local grower guy that's no. I, I'm in communication with. But now legally is a whole different yeah, question. Because technically, Cause it I, has to be a a a. Uh, any grower has to be licensed by the province yeah, first yeah. And, uh, of course and for now breweries cannot uh sell or like they, they're not going to allow the sale of marijuana where you could sell alcohol as well yeah for yeah, now yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. going to have to change before i think we could ever brew with this stuff yeah but you know to get ahead of the game i'm starting now to do yeah, tri- to trial see. batches with this yeah. stuff for sure huh. yeah nice that's uh Fucking weird. Eh? <laughs> Buzz I don't know. Beer. I've had some really good and bad experiences with alcohol and marijuana. So yeah, I th- yeah. I think it's a learn learning experience for sure. <laughs> no kidding. So Jay, how'd we do? All right. Uh, you will be surprised that this might be one of our worst showings of the Rotten Tomatoes game. That's uh, <laughs> probably true. I, I would not be surprised to say. I will argue. I am surprised about uh, winners and losers right now. So. At 125, <laughs> that is differential between what was right and wrong. So you're looking at a couple, a couple of games that were uh, rounds that were 50 <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, in second place, well, 125, Corey McGee. I'm in second place. Second place. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I'm last. Uh, That's a problem. <laughs> so who got? Who, uh, you, you, you know what? I, Jesus Christ. Okay, Corey. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. A I, bit I, of drama, I, a bit of, you know, theatrics on this. We have to try and build it up. Dear Lord. Let's go to a commercial. Let, can we go so, to a commercial? Yeah. <laughs> so, he needs another beer. Mayel. Yes. You're one of the two. Yeah, I, I gathered that. Yeah. First and third. Oh, oh. all right. Uh, I thought you one of you been. have 117. Still not super good, but. And the other one's 137. That's not so, that both not not much of a difference, but both horrible scores. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys would have went fifty the whole way through, you guys would have done better. <laughs> Just split the difference. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my ad, you're one of those two, and Kevin, you're actually one of the other. Oh, no weird. way! Weird. Oh, really? <laughs> so, of 137 points, saying I have a chance. Bring up the rear. Is my ad, Kevin? You win 117 oh, points. Oh my god! I owe you so dear, Kevin. you win the grand prize of nothing. nothing. Since we have yes. no sponsors on this show. You said throw to a commercial. Burn. Commercial is just, you know, we turn the camera away or yeah, off or yeah. something for like 10 minutes. Something. Jay something goes to the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's the commercials on beer bullshit. So that was our, our uh, Rotten Tomatoes game, uh, beer edition. Uh, Should yeah, we you retire s- the, the Rotten Tomatoes game after today? I don't think retire. I think it's, uh, I would argue. Sabbatical. Is- so, like, you bring in a couple other games. Hibernation? You f- yeah, just take a little break, find a couple <laughs> other ones. But once, like, I want 
I would love <laughs> I would love ideas. I love people send me ideas on what they think would be. Uh, I like the Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> I know. I'm I, you know, everyone there, who does it does really enjoy it's it. True. It's yeah. true. It is fun. Uh, it might not be as fun for people listening, but even then, hey, guess your fucking self. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it might not be fun for people listening, but that, that's not why we do that's this. That's not why we do this. They, they didn't want to listen to politics either. Yeah, yeah, that's, a that's a good point. That's a good point. No, uh, I've always argued, uh, like, I've always kind of wanted to do a similar game of uh, the uh, hypothetical road trip game, uh, where essentially, you know, you pick on who you would want to be in the car with. <laughs> uh, you know, between, you know, like, the guy who shares a Facebook account with his wife. <laughs> or the guy who works out with his wife. And I'll just work out, like, do every exercise together. So which one of the two would you want to spend time with? So stuff like that. So, you know, because really... Would you rather? Yeah, would you rather? Which one would you rather? Would you rather take a car, like a road trip with for, like, you know, from Timmins to Windsor, a 12-hour drive, you're stuck with this guy, and you have to talk to this guy the entire way. So which one would you Sounds rather Sounds like personal do? experience. No, no, no. It's, it's just... Oh. It's, That's a good game. I like the two that. worst people. Who are, you, who are you referring to there, Jake? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I guarantee we probably all know somebody who has a shared Facebook account with their wife. Uh, <laughs> or or works out and does and sometimes you go to the gym together. You know, it's the guy who you're like, oh, we're gonna all we're both gonna do the squat machine one after the other. I'm gonna spot you. Like if I go to the oh, gym with my they, wife, they I'm spot at the each other. Side. My I'm not I'm not doing anything around my wife at That means your wife would be, have to be like as strong as you. Well, you, you, yeah, can change her. you can change you a bunch of weights. You don't have to just leave. <laughs> yeah, if you're you don't not. just kill her every time. All right, <laughs> yeah. so I just benched uh, 200 pounds. Get to Ooh, it. Let's get, go. Get uh, your turn, honey. Yeah, let's go. Hey, it, it might be the reverse you roles, too. That your wife could 300 <laughs> yeah. and you can't. And, you know. no your turn now. And you're like, oh, Or it's so bad if your wife God. spots you on the bench. Yeah. 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 But you know what? You're like... I would argue if she's spotting you, you don't need as much power spotting you. Just to get out of that, to lift that 50 pounds more than you can do. You can lift the other 150. Well, Jason, as somebody who's extremely progressive, I believe that women can lift just as much as men can. Uh, (laughs) They can lift just as much as me, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) As some men. And some people would argue that's a man. So you can. Oh, oh, well, I have a, a ponytail. Uh, uh, yeah, you do. I, 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 bun. I oh, wear it yeah. proudly. I'm pretty sure I can probably do the man bun now. Like, oh, yeah, you could do, you could do a man bun. You could do a man bun there. It's like less uh, hipster, more homeless, <laughs> more trucker, <laughs> hippie trucker, <laughs> hippie trucker. <laughs> to be fair, I don't have a job, so uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just jealous of your shirt, man. Fifty it's bucks, shirt. fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> So now that we're done uh, getting to know each other. So we're running an hour here. Yeah, guys, does it feel like you guys have been on this podcast for an hour? I don't know. My oh, beer's done. So yeah, are, we, are, we, yeah, are we getting another one? I, I do, could do, uh, do you want hipsters there? Hipster? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I would try one of those. Whatever you want to get me. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll be back. He's like, I've, I've had them all, so I feel got, free. I got one of my homebrew THC cup THC <laughs> beers that I'm gonna give you. <laughs> oh man! So this is one of those lulls. We have to figure out what we want to say next. No, no. What we'll do is we just won't talk for ten minutes, and then I'll just edit it out. Yeah, because we'll like, I gotta. You gotta piss. Yeah, that's fine. Unfortunately, all right. All right. So yeah, go for it. Fine. That's Corey fine. and I have a couple I things we'll probably tinkle. discuss about yeah, the. Uh, we'll the, try the not pod. to talk behind your back. All right. It's on, it's on record. That's son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't understand their logo is so useless. Okay, okay. Are you going to keep drinking this swill? <laughs> no, this stuff's actually amazing. Oh, like solid. This, that, that shipwreck there is, yeah. is something else. I'm 
the way you're describing that hibiscus, I'm very excited to drink it. But like, don't you find it like so weird and consistent? Because I, as soon as we started talking about this, um, like the process for establishing the brewery, I was like, oh man, this is like, uh, this is deja vu there from when we were talking to the full beard guys. They were talking about the same thing, right? The same kind of red tape and, and all that. And I'm like, man, I wonder with a Ford government, are they really going to like, like can our small businesses going to see that kind of change? I don't think, they, honestly, I don't think a small business is going to see the change. It's not, if you look at all the, all the cuts that have been made so far, it does not help small business. No. You can argue this, the minimum wage thing. Mm. I've, I will always argue that if uh, the increase from $14 to $15 was going to make, the, it's going to break the, the business, I don't think you have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really don't think that's, uh, I don't think an argument really holds water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it, it does. Hey, if they want to release, like get rid of regulations for small businesses to, to start up, I think you, there's an argument to be made. Uh, that's not what you're seeing. And, no way. and, no, who's who's lobbying governments and giving large donations? It's not going to be small guys. It's going to be large companies. So there, guess what? Lobbying gives you a vote. Yeah, that's a good Ooh, point. There you go. Something different. Whoa. Of course, Corey's not on the same as us. But I do want to mention real quick is that we have re- slow. we have reset Thanks, our uh, our SoundCloud account. If you yeah. guys do want to download, uh, you know, previous. Uh, uh, podcast and listen to the audio aspect just on your on your phone or whatnot. Uh, it is ready. Yeah. You can start downloading them again. I believe it's all good to go. Uh, so 100%. get back to it. And I believe all the all the archive stuff should be there. Yeah. So everything's going to be there except the stuff we intentionally didn't release. Exactly. Uh, so, but feel <laughs> free to to get on there and uh, download uh, download all your podcasts. Uh, we are we are looking at. Uh, that is a solid one. You're right. So, so Corey just tried the the, the, hibiscus. Uh, the hibiscus one and it's pretty solid. I, I'm going to figure out which one. Well, wait, wait till they tell you. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, all I got to say next to that is, uh, you know, uh, we, you know, we're always looking for for ideas. We're looking for people to come on. Uh, if you if you have a couple ideas that you want you want you want to try, feel free to send me a message. Yeah, Go I'm going to give uh, a little call out to our newly elected council. Yeah, here. absolutely. Uh, I think we'll we'll send some messages out to, to any of them. But if if you guys are interested in, in coming to talk on our podcast here, talk politics, talk, you know. Talk uh, your what what your intentions are for the next the next four years. Um, I, I'd love to talk to some of the local politicians. Absolutely, the new local politicians. Wilo, the, uh, Murray. Uh, yeah, we got some. You know what? I, I bring Noel, uh, Noella, Noella back on. She was awesome the first time, and she was also awesome to text with during that mayoral. It debate. was awesome. Oh, if, if I can let you guys know what she was telling us, it was hilarious. It was great. <laughs> it was great. So no, uh, it was more what we were te- what we were sending to her. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I think we're we're the funny ones. But even then, you know, I would love to bring <laughs> uh, bring the new mayor on. That'd be something interesting to talk about because uh, I think you know what. I, uh, I know I wasn't uh, in support of uh, of, of uh, maybe some of the people who were supporting him. Yeah, not him himself, but just uh, there was there was a group I was following him who I uh, I did disagree with often. Yeah, but I would love to hear what he says because I, I did meet him in person and actually uh, uh, I was like originally I, I was just kind of I was because you know being you know being uh, uh, friendly with uh, Mr. Black I was kind of like wondering like oh who is this guy but yeah. spoke to him and you know what. Didn't seem all that bad. Like I, I mm. couldn't, I could, I could get behind what he was saying. So I wouldn't mind to sit down and chat with him. Yeah, we're yeah. talking, we're talking a bit about our uh, the 
recent uh, municipal elections. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Mr. Peary? Yeah. 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 We, we, uh, we just elected a new council, new mayor. Uh, Steve Black is out. Peary is in. Yeah. Peary actually came to the brewery about yeah. a week before the yeah. election. Yeah. Really? And, and yeah. Really? What did you guys think of Introduced himself. He's he's nice. He talked to me. Yeah. yeah. I know a bit of the family through like way back when. But oh yeah. 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 Oh, a really nice guy. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think um, like a, a lot of people on the internet. Oh. Uh, were, I have a hard I, time with his followers as well. Like, like you were saying. Oh, That's what yeah. it was. They, it was just the followers. Thanks for that. Like, yeah. Well, they. Oh, they don't they, like us. They, they didn't like us as far as uh, the way because we were friendly with Steve. Yeah, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We right? didn't think he was a bad mayor. Uh, I I supported him in the last election because I thought I didn't think Timmins was going in a bad direction. Nope. But I I think this election kind of got unfairly and and this is sort of unfair to George Peary because it it got painted as this like Steve Black versus anyone else versus anyone else like versus the anti Steve Black and I don't necessarily think that. George Perry was the anti-Steve Black, right? No. Like when you actually listen to his, his like uh, policy proposals. Did you, did you watch the uh, the debates? Yeah, I did. We were there. I did. Oh, oh you guys yeah. were there. Nice, we were there. Nice. I, I watched it online there, so I, I saw the whole thing going on. You know what though? There's some some guys that stole the fucking show at that, at that mm. debate. In the crowd <laughs> that were yelling? Dan Forty. Oh, yeah, oh, that guy. That guy stole the fucking show. Wait, man, you're saying about yelling in, in the crowd? It was yeah. the same three people in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It was the exact and, same And I'm people. guessing it's the same people that commented on Facebook 100% as well. hundred percent was. I'm I pretty sure it's the same freaking people. I recognize people. them all. And, and these people should not have been allowed in there. Right. Like, kick them out as soon as they well, yell, man. You know That's what? not done. No, there's no, there's just no order to anything. That pissed me off. And most most debates, you know, like, you go to a Trump debate, someone shouts out, oh, you're, you're, you're gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. like any debate, you're I've, gone. Well, except for Trump, which should be the one gone to that <laughs> yeah. debate there, but whatever. I think that when, when, they, when they started talking, like, um, one of the things that people got upset about is, like, Black would, would sort of critique George Perry's business record, yeah. right? And, uh, yeah, like, and, I, I and Perry would critique Black's, exactly. like, past Municipal record. record. Exactly. Municipal record. So I, I thought that was fair game. But uh, I didn't necessarily think that it was that it had that much impact because I think anybody who really thought it through just sort of went like, hmm. yeah, okay, well that that's basically yeah. that that is that was in a different role in a different time with different you know different yeah. circumstances. So it doesn't necessarily mean that he would be a bad mayor. Right? No, I actually no. after watching the debates, I didn't mind Peary after no. that. I was like, if he gets elected, you know what? It's not going to be the worst thing in the world. But after the debate, I I made my choice of who I was going to mm. vote for. I didn't make it until then. No, and, and you know what? You make a, a good point when you say if he gets elected, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Exactly. However, <laughs> if you looked online, like the same words or the same um, verbiage was being used by people online here talking about our municipal elections as in the U.S. talking about their midterm elections. Yeah, yeah. About That's how this insane. was the most important election and Timmins better not fuck this up. And, like, it, it was just... <laughs> like, if you ele- if, if we would have elected Steve Black as mayor again... That he he would have did a great job. town would have gone to hell in a handbasket. And when I hear, like, oh, let, the past council left town this town in shambles. shambles. I go, what city are you living in? I know. Like, like this town's doing better now. Things, like Compass yeah, Brewing opening yeah, up. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, let's argue. Like, crumbling infrastructure. Do you think that is because of the last four years, the last eight years? Yeah, I, I would argue this is huh. 25, 30 years in the making of not investing in infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, not you can bl- directly, put this, you can put the blame yeah. strictly at the feet of 
previous councils and previous mayors. Sure. So, like, and no one wants to talk about, you know, Power or Logren who never raised taxes one iota, but maybe no. they should have. Yeah, who left yeah, the maybe. sewer situation in South End go on forever, and now it's yeah. Black had to and deal with now, it and spend a bunch of money. Yeah. Like, it's not right, now fault, it's, right? it's Black was in Black, yeah. you know, oh, well, you didn't, you guys didn't think about this. All right, so we're going to lay all this, you know, environment <laughs> engineering on these people. Yeah. Let's give me a fucking yeah, yeah. break here. This money that wasn't getting spent yeah. forever in Timmins and is a bad go, ecological like, catastrophe. And back we don't talk years. about it. It's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah. I, I I go back you? 12 years and all the stuff that was built done, did we, yeah. did we need it? You know, like, uh, there, there's stuff in town should that should have been should have been fixed by now. Yeah. Um, you know, look at Riverside. Yeah. And they got to dig it up again next yeah. year. It's just a temporary <laughs> fix. But Kevin, I want to ask, like, when do you remember old Riverside here being redone? When's the last time you remember um, doing it? The last time they were rebuilding the bank across from Riverside RV, there, that was probably yeah. a good 15 years ago. Yeah. And what about the rest of, or the rest of Riverside? Paved, no, repaved. repaved. Oh, repaved. I'm talking about infrastructure. Or, or, yeah. or properly you know, digging out and actually redoing it. When's the last yeah, time you remember? They, they were doing just spots here, here and there, there here yeah. and there for so, the last six years. Work, yeah. yeah, so never, never, never got done. So this is stuff that yeah. has for years have been an issue. And you know, you want to argue, well, they should have been doing it now. Well, guess what? Let's say if we want to redo Old Riverside here, how much would we have to ask for uh, cash wise? And let's remember, South End, that that connecting link. A huge portion is paid by provincial and federal yeah. fucking coffers. Yeah, because you, you have to line yeah. it up with those yeah. programs, so like, right? So yeah. this, guess what? No one else fucking did it. No. So are we going to lay the blame on these guys? Well, guess what? They did a, a portion of the 101. Yeah. They fixed yeah. some shit. Yeah. Yeah. They got some. So and, that's, do, do, and they dug deep. Did you notice that shit? Like they, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Like yeah. they finally yeah. did it right, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think he says. I think. I think. We'll see. We'll see in a couple of years. I'm not saying I think. I'm just an accountant. I don't know any of this stuff. The biggest... The biggest toll of the roads is those haul trucks. Yeah. Yeah. They take it. The road yep. takes a shit kicking. Oh, no, yeah. exactly. And it's not like we, people complain so much about just, I, I have no idea how they, they can legitimate, like if, if you want to make the, the case that this is more related to administration and the people who are in, in those administration positions, that I, I can sympathize yeah. with a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. And and you want to say that it's a l- lack of, uh, I don't know. Those, those people would probably sit there and go like, "Listen, we're super overworked. We're understaffed. We have the same problems that any government mm-hmm. organization has, right?" And they'd probably have a legitimate issue as well. So and and also we've talked about this before, where the downloading of uh, of uh, new responsibilities onto the municipality yeah. compared to what the provincial and federal governments would take before, it's I, I fail to see how you can, as somebody who lives here, look at your like mayor and yeah, council and say this is all your fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. End of the day, they do their best at what. They got and, and they bank. live here. Yeah. They live here. Like, do you think they want to see this place? Be <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they drive here just as much yeah. as us, right? So, yeah, yeah. And they got to drive down Riverside and wait twenty minutes to get to Walmart, just like the rest of us. We should have you know? a little bit more appreciation for these people. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start a new trend of like appreciating government. Instead they should of have a. They should have a stat holiday. All the time. Yeah, yeah, a stat well, holiday in March. Day. Let's see how, how well that goes along. <laughs> 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 oh 
I mean, give you a day off of work, so people. Well, not, this happy. is the day we appreciate so, politicians. I have a question here. What am I drinking right here? This is a buccaneer. The buccaneer. The buccaneer. Right. So a Corey can't beer catch up. Like, give me a bit of a description of this. <laughs> so it's a Belgian wheat IPA. Okay. There's probably more stuff going on. It could be a longer name, but there's uh, there's it's fermented with Belgian yeast. So you get some of that Belgian uh, ester profile coming from the yeast, and it has American uh, Cascade hops and German Hallertau hops. So it's like a German, American, Belgian thing going on in a glass there, but it's pretty good. And a lot of wheat in it, too. Yeah. No, in a glass. <laughs> in a glass. In a glass, yeah. So, right, so is, a, is there like a, a bitterness level? Like, what would you... Yeah, so it is an, an IPA, so, so it is a little bit bitter. Not, not too much. I feel like it's pretty restrained, and you, you, you definitely smell like the, the pininess from the Cascade mm-hmm. and the funky spiciness from the Hallertau there. It's a, it's a different type of hop, but it's, it kind of all blends into its own thing. I, I, it's probably my favorite IPA right now. No, yeah. Yeah, over Polar Day. What? I, like, I would I, argue. I like I'm, IPAs, I'm, not, so I'm not a huge yeah. IPA guy, and I... I'm not minding this at yeah. all. Yeah, like but this it. is like, it's it's like a hit or miss beer for sure. Well, before I leave here, I'm going to leave with two growlers. <laughs> one, this stuff, this beautiful hibiscus beer, which is amazing. You like the hips? Yeah, I love it. Love nice. It. Yeah. And uh, that sounds... To be fair, I left yesterday with two growlers, so... <laughs> Are they still full? No, uh, no actually. Oh, huh. we, drank, uh, we killed the shipwreck <laughs> yesterday. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Oh. Yeah, after it's, hockey uh, yesterday. But also, I have this douchebag called John Blondie. He lives in my house, too. Drinks your beer. And he drinks my beer <laughs> and has, like, other empty growlers sitting in there, too. Uh, sorry I drank all your beer. Sincerely, yeah. the guy on the couch. <laughs> he has nope. a literal transient. <laughs> yeah, he just lives in my basement now. Oh. Oh, it's oh. sad. And he has a cat. Like, who the fuck wants I a cat? Two, I have two cats. Give me I got one. Kevin's proud father of a cat. Oh. Ah. See, <laughs> there's... I hate my cats. Like Ron Swanson <laughs> I, says... I have a love-hate relationship yes, with my cat. Ron, Ron Swanson, Swanson says, ditch the terrier and get yourself a proper dog. Any dog under 50 pounds is a cat, and cats are pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pointless, for sure. <laughs> to be fair, I had a cat, like, my entire I think, childhood growing I up. I think my cat turned on a faucet in my house about two days ago and flooded my whole basement. <laughs> nice. Because nice. they're psychopaths. I they woke, are nuts. I woke up in, in the morning, 6 o'clock, and water was just dripping down the sink in my house. The faucet was on 100%. And <laughs> there was about an inch of water in my basement. This or is, you were just tanked this you th- freaking <laughs> You did it. This is, on the cat. this is three days ago. So theory one is the cat turn on the faucet. Number two. Is Number two is me sleepwalking because I do yeah. have a history of sleepwalking. Oh. I woke up outside a few times in my oh, underwear yeah. and I was <laughs> like, that's not right. Brought, set fire to your house. It was so, a fucking cat. So theory one, I'll blame the cat. Theory two, I'll blame myself. Theory three, I'll blame the girlfriend because it doesn't work in any other order than that. Uh, yeah. So yeah. No kidding. <laughs> You, wo- you woke up outside after the shipwreck, or no, no, no. That's, oh, okay, that was probably yeah. a lot of drinking what you, too. What gave but you guys that idea to ha- make a beer that strong? Because that that is fuck. I I like uh, stronger stouts, and we, we've been rocking the Polar Night for a long time, which okay, people yeah. like. But it's four point five percent. You know, it's it's lighter, it's drinkable, mm-hmm. it's like the most drinkable dark beer you could have. But then I wanted like to showcase a real stout. Yeah. 9.5%, a lot of body into it, a lot of alcohol, a lot of flavors coming through. And it's just it's just really smooth, that one, man. It just goes down. Yeah, it kind of tastes like yeah. you're, you're drinking something that's not, that's a little stronger than beer. Like, it, yeah. it's giving you a little bit. Pretty but sure. it's, it's not overly thick, which is what, like, I kind of. Because people associate like. thickness here with uh, nitrogen because they're used to anything dark being Guinness, which yeah, is fermented nitrogen. with nitrogen, which gives you, like, a Creamies. very creamy texture in your mouth. Heavy. But. People think that Guinness is thick, but really it's a very light-bodied beer, but they add nitrogen, so they kind of fool you into thinking it has a lot of body into it, right? But this is like CO2, which doesn't recreate that same kind of level of thickness that you find in a, in a 
in a Guinness, but it's it still has that body there, so it's still like a full flavored experience. Yeah, most but definitely. but it seems almost like smoother because it's not nitrogen. If if you're yeah. Well, when I and and that's what I was telling Jay last night when we were drinking this the the shipwreck, I said this like my my conceptualization of a stout is Guinness, right? Like I'm sure that's mm-hmm. the first stout that most people drink. Everybody yep. they, they drink that stuff, and then as soon yeah. as, as soon as they drink Guinness, they're like, oh yeah, I, I like stouts, I like stouts, or or I don't like or don't yeah, it's one or two, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but, but it's based on Guinness but, like, for the most the part. Guinness, even the flavor, like it, it really is its own thing. Like I, I yeah, you compare to you compare to like a Coors one, like it's the world's different. That's the thing. It's, no, no, but I mean, like even if you compare it to other stouts, yeah, yeah, it's like, its own thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's its own thing because of the nitrogen for the most part. Yeah, and that's, yeah, you think so? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I took Polar Night and put it on Nitro, it would be very yeah. similar to really? to uh, to uh, Guinness. I, yeah. I always found like a lot of the other stouts and the shipwrecks like this as well. Is it's got some sweetness to it? Like it's got a, a certain mm-hmm. amount of like um, I, yeah, I don't the, know, like just yeah. a sweet a sweet taste. The to sweetness it. comes from the body, which means the sugars that weren't fermented afterwards so the leftover sugars in the beer creates the body for that beer okay and that, that yeah that's then why what, isn't guinness sweet because it's very light it's mm-hmm. very light bodied but the uh, nitrogen gives you the perception of body okay. so you get like a thick mm-hmm. beer but without any of the sweet actual body being oh. there so it's so it's like yeah, they trick you know. into thinking it's a full body stout thick beer, exactly like, uh, but it, uh, in reality it's as light as a coors light Whoa, yeah. we, okay. we converted a lot of people over to Polar Night. I yeah, don't like yeah. dark beer because people like are beer. people are I used to that thick like feeling. Guinness. But Polar Night so is. We, uh, I'm like, well, yeah. here's a little sample of it. Try it. Try it. Try it. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, it blows people's minds away because it's, like, it's, it's feels like light in your, in your mouth or like yeah. something chocolatey. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, but but you go like in the states where people are used to having stouts on nitrogen, and you know what it's about, and you give them like a a CO two stout that's a that you call a, a dry Irish stout, and they'll be like, well, you should put it on, on nitro, <laughs> or or in a cask, you know, because that's nitro was made to mimic cask style beer from England's back in the day. Okay. Yeah, like beer with low carbonation with like a lot of body. So is there something to that? Like is is there something to that process or is it just yeah. like... It's Instead of uh, pressurizing the, the beer straight with CO2, you're using a beer gas, which means uh, like a percentage of CO2 and nitrogen. And that's what... It's instead like of having blend. like bubbles that are this size, you're having bubbles that are like tiny, 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 okay. which which is what gives you that creamy feeling and in your mouth. And, and when you pour it, you yeah. get that long cascading. Exactly. Effect. And you, you could pour it like yeah. a meter up and it's not going to foam out of your glass because yeah, it's, it's, it's nitrogen. It's hard to get into suspension. It's hard to get out of suspension as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, we're learning a lot about beer. And today. that's that's the whole purpose of the widget in, in a uh, mm-hmm. okay. Guinness in a, can. In a Guinness it, can all, yeah. all that does is it blocks the hole as you're pouring it out, making the beer like go quick around the ball and it aerates it a lot more, which means it's trying to get the nitrogen out of suspension as you're pouring it. So it's trying to, ca- to create that cascading effect, which creates uh, the like yeah. creaminess in your mouth, okay, right? Okay, yeah, because uh, like a flat Guinness doesn't doesn't have that no, same yeah. kind of or pour a Guinness and wait uh, ten minutes and then drink it. It's not the same. Yeah. you want to drink it while it's doing all that crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mill, Mill Street has that same widget, but it's more like a little disc at the bottom. It's different, but it, it's, it's different. the same uh, same purpose. Yep. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. What's the Mill Street beer? The cobblestone. Cobblestone that, that is on yeah. nitro. There's it's also Kilkenny, uh, Kilkenny in the LCBO yeah. that's on nitro. So yeah. you could find a few different nitro yeah. beers out there. Yeah. Like uh, I've. Overcarbonated a dark beer where when I 
poured it real quick. It kind of had like the cascading effect. So I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, but yeah, like uh, there's a special tap for stouts for nitro stouts. Yeah, and it's it basically creates like a widget. Like yeah. it'll it'll create some uh, a restriction or looking for a word kind of drunk whatever it, it, <laughs> it's drunk. um it restricts the flow midway and it exactly pours out. and there's more air that gets into yeah. the beer and then it, it cascades it right out of the tap instead of like pouring the can all super high yeah. like nitro tap is its own specific thing i'm so glad i leave the brewing to the professional <laughs> uh, i mean i'll, I'll to, drink it to the home brewers <laughs> to the home brewers <laughs> yeah. yeah hello we, home brewer. we all yeah. start somewhere yeah. clink 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 yeah, I know, like, we, we all had our different experiments gone wrong, I'm sure, in our house. Like, I had many beers that, you know, started off okay. Like, I started off with, like, pre-made, oh, it was like goo in a can. You just pretty much <laughs> mix in water and boil a bit. Yeah, you did, liquid, you malt, kits, eh? liquid malt extract, and it was like, yeah, I know, this, this tastes like crap. It's like shit. It's like I bottled this shit. Why? Like, Why? Like, so then, then became all grain, and uh, like we started doing all grain pretty well at the same time. Okay. Yeah, like I started like pre-crushed grain I bought, but then I got my own malt mill, and uh, he had an old. I, I bought a, that I was bought a corn, corn mill for yeah, like sixty mill. bucks, which I just yeah. like uh loosened it enough to just like separate the grain so that's okay, that's okay. what i use and then I, I retrofitted it to put my drill on it too so yeah so i then uh, I, yeah. I, I bought one that was called the serial killer yeah it was yeah. like yeah he came over a couple of times there because ah it takes too long so literally mine <laughs> yeah, was like that was Drum. before i set up my drill yeah like 10 12 pounds of malt there. 12 pounds of malt wah, wah, it, would, it would take me like about an hour to heat up my strike water to do the the mash and almost as much time to to mill my grain so <laughs> as i was heating up i was just like give me a shit to like <laughs> his, his get one, it done at the same time forearm, all and I, I did this for like three years before putting my drill on there and then i was like i'm, I'm an idiot <laughs> i should have did this immediately like, why didn't i do this god damn it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Well, gentlemen, we are coming up on the hour and a half mark. Wow. Of yeah. our Sorry, mark. folks. No, no. Oh, oh. Are you? <laughs> it was good. Was this was a good one. It's, it's, like, it's a lot of fun. Huh? Yeah. For sure. No, it's we want to thank you so much for uh, letting us come here on uh, a uh, Sun. snowy Sunday afternoon. Because this, this is clearly what it's, we should be doing. It's already, it's already dark. <laughs> That's it's a perfect yeah, yeah, it's, like, you know, it's, it's five o'clock. It's like going into the mine. You go in, it's light, or you come out, it's dark. I don't know. Uh, or you go in, it's dark, and you come out, it's dark. It's, it's, yeah. it's always like, dark when you're no working. No sunlight. Yeah. No. Yeah. 12 hour shifts, it's yeah. just dark all the time. I got yeah. to go down underground once. My, my old man took me yeah. for a tour before he retired, and it was insane. Yeah. I, I think I was there. I remember you being there. Yeah, just before he retired. Yeah. It was something else, man. I, 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 I give it to you. Yeah, it's, you, you get over it pretty quick. You go down three times and yeah, it's no, normal. Right. Right. Yep. I'm sure we could do a whole podcast on mining. <laughs> oh, fuck. You guys yeah, should try I, to go underground and do a podcast. There. This got to be a mine to be willing from to do. Right from a refuge station. Yeah. Yeah. From the refuge station. Let's go. 9600 refuge station. I could be. Yeah, the deepest place. It's got good benches. Deepest podcast. Uh, in the, the deepest spot accessible to man. Underground. We would have yeah. a world record. Yes, you yes. would. Can we get that? Get the deepest certified? podcast. And I think you could, you could sign up through the city to do a tour. It'd be like the tour is going to be extended an hour. And we're doing a podcast in 96. Hey, <laughs> we should try for So we could be in the Guinness Book World Records. Yeah. Wow. 
How would you get that certified? Uh, uh, you we need a Guinness out. Book of World Records guy to certify it. We I should think. do it. You need a notary. Hey, we only have like five people to listen already. So this is where the like idea ten. came from. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since you've been so like three guys on the national stage, let's go. You now have twenty-one followers. All right, I'm writing this down. Look into podcast underground. Goddamn. No, no. Look into setting Guinness World. Nice. That's a that's a good thing to write down. I think. Yeah. He write pers- it down. It's a goal. It's there a life go. goal. Now. Exactly. I could personally take you guys down there. There you go. Oh man. Kevin could just do it like but under it bring beer? under the radar. <laughs> Nobody will know. Kevin no. will just be like, show up at this time. But I'll you bring you bring underground. Beer. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you can't tell them you're bringing beer. We could steal one. Well, we, we got blanks. We could sneak it underground. We got sure. blanks. We'll just tell them it's water. Ah, it's yeah, like, exactly. Cans of water. Sure. Find those old school Coke bottles, and I'll brew a stout. <laughs> or just and I'll, I'll bottle it right in there, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ideas. Let's keep this. Uh, we'll put shipwreck in some old school Coke oh, bottles. Man. No one would know. Nobody well, will know. Sure. I'll bring my capper. I got caps that fit right on there, man. We could, <laughs> It'd be perfect. We could do it. Uh, well, on that note, uh, <laughs> I know what I'm I bringing. It's probably the best time for us to sign off. But uh, thank you guys very much for no. having us here today. Thank uh, you guys. Really, yeah, thanks for coming. Really it was awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Really had a good time. And uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, no definitely. And uh, Jason. Do so you have a sign-off for us here today? I do. Yeah, you know, sure. I forget, forgot on the last one awesome. and on the uh, the live that we did not uh, release. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did a Frank Zappa one before, but so I'm going to skip that. And we're going to go with uh, a Dave Barry quote. Not all chemicals are bad. Without chemicals such as, such as hydrogen and oxygen, for example, there would be no way to make water a vital ingredient in beer. <laughs> For sure. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks again, guys. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, or see our listeners the next time. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Cheers.